welcome. What up, guys? This is Over 40 and Faded. We're about to talk about some stuff that your mama never told you. Um, and then some. So put your seatbelt on and enjoy. Yeah, you might want to grab a drink. Let's go. What ready? up, guys? Are you ready? <laughs> yes, yes, I'm, I'm ready. ready. What up, guys? Welcome to episode number 86. You know, I think we're the only podcast. I've listened to a bunch of podcasts. I think we're the only one that announces what episode we're on. Episode number 86. They don't announce? No, they don't. Because nobody, nobody announces. Oh. They don't say shit. They're just like, hey, what's up? Welcome to the podcast. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We're different. We're so different that we're not for everyone. I'm just going to go throw that right in there and just roll right into that one. We are not. If you can't handle talking about real shit, this is not the podcast for you. Thanks for stopping by. God, God bless, bless and good night. And good night. We are now in Christmas season. Yes, Last we are. podcast that we had was right before Thanksgiving. It's crazy to think how quick that happened. Gosh, it's so fast. It's crazy. Well, you know, even when I think about the fact that we did weekly podcast yeah that's i don't know nuts. how we juggled how we that. that i really don't because I, I go back I and i think that. and i'm like holy crap because just juggling every other week right now mm-hmm. is a lot for me mm-hmm. like but you're in a different life now than yeah you i'm in then. different yeah it was a whole that was a little life. bit of an escape for you to get yeah friday i'm here friday yeah. friday i'm in yeah. you friday, friday and tuesday i'm coming <laughs> friday to tuesday up. wednesday monday <laughs> let's go we need to double yeah. up i gotta fucking escape let's do it let's do it yeah, yeah. That's I'm crazy. I know. I think about that. Single mom life right now. Mm-hmm. I think about that. I'm like, golly, I don't know how we did that. I don't know how I did that because with all the freelance stuff that I have, plus work, plus. But no, and actually, you even I edited, you edited more too. I, because you did say this. YouTube. I edited it at work. Oh. <laughs> well, I was working. I would be working and I would be editing in the background. Yeah. Not supposed to do that, but I sure did. Um, nobody, will nobody, know. nobody's going to know. They're going to know now. <laughs> well, you're not there. Anymore. I'm not there anymore. You know, let me just say this. My, <clears throat> so if you've listened to the podcast, you know, I lost my job last year, a year ago in November, last year in November is when I lost my job. I was unemployed right, right now. Presidency. Yeah. I lost, I lost my job right after the presidency, presidential election mm-hmm. and was in a super bad depression for several months. And then yes. I found a new job in March. Um, and they love me. They think I'm the best thing since sliced bread. Yeah. Because I come in and I put Christmas trees in the office. And I do food truck Fridays. And I did a big Thanksgiving gigantic. Had they not- they've never had any of that. Like, this is the thing that blows my mind. I've worked for, I worked for one company for 12 years. And then before that, I worked for a bank for, I don't know, I was like, there were like 11 years. Like, I've worked long, mm-hmm. long jobs. And at both of those other two jobs that I had, people always gathered. Everybody knew everything about everybody. Everybody knew who was married, who had kids, you know. Everybody talked to everybody. We would eat mm-hmm. lunch together. They don't do that here. Okay. Like, nobody eats lunch together. That blows my mind. People will just, like, I mean, I, I was trying to when I first started. Um, we have our offices are on two floors. Like, there's one company on one floor and one company on another floor. But they're both affiliated with each other. Mm-hmm. And so I would go down on the floor below me. And go sit in their break room. When I very first started, and I'm, you know, people would walk in. They're looking, like, who the fuck is this chick? What? What is she doing? Like, they yeah. had no idea who I was. Yeah. I'm just like, hey, how's it going? Nobody would sit down. I was in, in, in there eating lunch. I did it for probably two weeks and sat, sat and ate lunch by myself. And I was like, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm just going to go back to my desk and eat by myself. Yeah. I'd rather just sit and eat by myself and then go to my car and take a nap at lunch. Yeah. That's what I do. 
But like I tried. Yeah, but like it just, it baffles me. And I've told them many times, like several people, I'm like, it drives me crazy that nobody, that nobody talks to each other. Nobody socializes outside of the people that are right next to you. Right, right. Nobody. And I'm just like, I do not, I can't fathom that. So for Thanksgiving, I had um, one of the, uh, like Aztec rentals, I don't know if you know this, they're in Houston. They do tables and chairs and tents and whatever. I had them bring in two really long, it was supposed to be one big long table, but we did, we couldn't fit it all. So we it was two really long tables. You, I don't remember how many. It was like you could fit 28 people at one and 28 people at another. Mm-hmm. And they were in two, two hallways. Yeah. And I told my boss, I was like, okay, there's a method to my madness here. I said, because people don't talk to each other. And he was like, what are you talking about? He's like, yes, they do. I was like, no, they don't. The people that work next to each other talk to each other. But nobody knows who anybody is, really. Mm-hmm. I said, and I've talked to several people who have been here for a long time. They'll say, oh, I go to this floor. I go, and I don't know who, I don't know who anybody is because they, they just don't communicate. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. stupid. Mm-hmm. So whenever we did the Thanksgiving, I said, I'm just going to make people, I said, people are, nobody's allowed to go back to their desk. You have to sit at the table. These two tables are here. And I, when they would come in, I had it catered by a soul food restaurant. Mm-hmm. If you live in Houston, this is it, soul food. Holy crap, it was delicious. Ooh. Oh my God, it was I so good. Her. It was so yes. greasy, but it was so good. It was yes. so good. Anyway, and so I had it catered in. And then as people were coming through the line, when they would come out of the line to go to the table, I was like, you can sit anywhere, but you can't sit in your office. You have to sit at this table or that table. And they're like, what? Yep. You cannot sit in your office. You're required. And then they would just pile in, just like whoever was in the line would just Mm -hmm. pile in. And there was a lot of people that never sat and talked to each other, that were talking to each other. And whenever he, he was the last one, and I was like, do you see what happened there? He's like, I see it. I was like, that's why. I said, that's exactly Mm -hmm. why I did that. So the people would talk. Well... Next week, we're having our Christmas um, luncheon thing, um, which mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be on that recording, but I'm glad it's not. Um, it's at Pinstripes. Have you ever oh, been Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, I've, I had never been you there. You've never been there? That I had never that's been. one of the places I have been to. It's so Is cool. That the, that's the old school one, the right? The one, no. Oh, I'm thinking that something old no, school. No, you're thinking, I know what you're thinking yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Because that Pin- was a regular spot. Yeah, Pinstripes, it's two stories. It's down off Kirby in Houston and like River Oaks area. And like, it's the coolest place. They have bocce ball and and pool, not pool, uh, bowling. And like, you can do a big event there. So Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, we're going to do this. And when I sent the invite out, people were like, bowling? I'm like, yeah, it's going to be fine. Like, you trust me. And so they were like, oh, I already know who's going to be on my team. And I'm like, no, no, no. We're not doing that. When you come in, you're going to draw a number. That's your team because mm-hmm. it's going to be the same thing. Forcing people to interact. To interact. Well, yep. this one lady that I work with, and the reason why I'm telling you all this, this one lady that I work with, she's about to retire like in two weeks. And I put Christmas trees in the office. People were so excited about having a Christmas tree in the office. They're like, oh my God, we get trees because they've never had that. Oh I mean, it's just gosh. stuff like that. Yeah. Like, These are all things I'm so used to. Yeah. And this is the stuff that they've never had. I'm like, yeah. how have you not had these things? Holy and they're like, nobody's ever done it. I'm like, well, I am here to bring joy to your lives. <laughs> I bring Christmas and joy. And the one lady that's about to re- retire, she's like, I am so thankful for you and all the stuff that you do. It just sucks. I wish you would have come way sooner because Aww. I'm about to retire. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. Oh, it's I'm a so little sorry. stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it's crazy. So like if you're a business owner and you don't see your people commute, like, communicating yeah like do team building stuff like it's so important to do Aww. that because you feel See, like a company atmosphere because we're not secluded in offices we're forced to be together yeah. so like i wouldn't even know what that world is yeah, like it's, it's wild like yeah we're it, forced to be together I, in my where i sit i sit right next to the president of the company yeah. and it's just him and i on one end of the building yeah and it's 
like so quiet. Like if he's not there, it's so quiet. And nobody comes back there. I, I told him, I was like, you know, sometimes I might faint because, you know, my stomach stuff and I, I have passed out before. It's like if I pass out over here. Nobody's going to say I'm going to just me. die. No, <laughs> nobody's going to know because nobody comes back here. Nobody checks on me. I'm just going to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> thanks meanwhile i'm back in my office breaking hr rules <laughs> <laughs> okay so anything happened to you that you want to share besides oh we went to fredericksburg we went to fredericksburg we sure did that was and a immediately time. when i fucking got off the frederick at fredericksburg's fredericksburg bus no immediately when i arrived no it didn't happen immediately it happened the next day was when it we were the, at the next vineyards. day so yep. not that night no it was not that night it would have been that was Saturday. It was when we went to Albert, Texas. Yes, yes. So we had gone. So we arrived Friday night. We had a great time. We, we did. all checked into our Airbnb. They all is, tried Camus for the first time. We, yeah, love the shit. We, that's our new favorite wine. If you have not tried Camus, Camus wine from Napa Valley, it's delicious. Holy it's kind of expensive, but it's shit. delicious. Save it for a special occasion. Yeah, it's worth it. But yeah, that very next day, we dr- we drank wine all day. We recorded ourselves on mm-hmm. who would be made a fun video. Yeah, who would be the drunk when we all voted? Um, but yeah, that I ended up getting really bad allergies, and I've never had allergies in my entire life as far as like like a head cold type mm-hmm. allergies. I'm allergic to chocolate. I'm allergic to dairy, but I've never experienced like a head cold. It's been what two weeks, yeah. and I still still got the boogers. Yeah, I think I've been. It's- I think told. it was that cowboy, <laughs> the, the yeah. singer of the band. Yeah, I did have a cowboy all up on me. Hey, there was no, no, no messing around. No, Let's no, make sure no, no, that's no, no, very no, no, clear. no, no, no. He, he was, was teaching me how to. He was teaching me how to two-step. Country dance. Yeah, and, but he was like, this is, this is how <laughs> crazy this is. I was telling, I was telling George about this. He was like, what? <laughs> I was like, we were with our group. One of the girls that was with the group. She met somebody that said, hey, you need to go to this bar. It was in Albert, Texas, which is, it was like, what, 40 minutes from like where we were? It was like 40 minutes from Fredericksburg. Yeah, it was like 40 minutes from from Fredericksburg. We'd been drinking all day. So we're like, sure, whatever. Let's go. It'll be fun. She was just insistent because she was single and she wanted to go meet some people. Well, we show up there and the bar, it's in the middle of nowhere. nowhere. Like, it's pitch black and then there's this bar. <laughs> and you're surrounded in the woods. Yeah. In an outhouse. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just all local people. Yeah. It was just, you could tell that it was all just local people. That, so they there looked was at outhouse. us like, who are yeah, they're these like, who people are you? Like, what are up? these? Yeah, what are these rando group <laughs> of, what was it, seven women? Yes, yeah, seven women. City folk. City, which clearly we look like city <laughs> yeah, folk. We did. They were all dressed very country. Yeah. City folk shows up. And so there was... Um, there was another area that was like a barn, I guess. It was like a like a dance hall that was next to the to the bar. Yeah. And so we go over to this dance hall. And <laughs> I've been to many dance halls in Texas in my day. Yes, you have. I have. Even growing up, because I lived in Gonzales for four years and we would go to Shiner and we would yeah. go to the and we would go to Moulton and Yoakum and Claro and go to all the dances mm-hmm. to listen to Texas Unlimited play the band that was that was of the time, which they're still around. Um, but I'd never been to a place like this where they never turned the lights down. No. Which the was whole time. so weird. They never turned the lights down. The lights down. were bright the entire night. There was probably mm, 30 people in that place the whole night. It was probably the same 30 people that had been going every single Friday, Saturday 
for every weekend Forever. for all of time because they were all like in their 60s and 70s. There, there might have been a handful did. of them that were probably close to our age, but most of them were older. Yeah, I was a lot older. And then our hand, there nobody younger than us. No, there was not one person younger. Nobody younger than there was, us. Oh, no, 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 not true. Not true. There was that one couple that was younger than us. The guy was dancing with the girl that was really good. We got oh, on the video. Oh, yes, yes, There was yes. one couple that was younger okay. than us, but outside of them, everybody was no. older. Yeah. Or our, our age or older. And it was yeah. crazy. I danced with this really, really sweet old man who makes furniture in Fredericksburg. He kept coming to our table. Who wants to dance with me? I just point to Lindy. I was like, I'll do Lindy! it. Lindy! <laughs> because people automatically assume because... I grew up in a small town. I'm going to know how to country dance. I do not know how to country dance. Yes. Yeah, so I was trying to teach her how to country dance. It was quite hilarious. And so the singer of the band that was playing kept eyeballing our table the whole night. Yeah. The whole night. So and his ass comes off the stage. And comes and grabs Jamie and was like, hey, let me show you. And I'm me being bossy bitch, bossy drunk bitch. I'm like, you go two left, one right. Like it's on the video. And I'm Dude, like, I'm clipping that. Lindy was so aggressive. I was very on aggressive. telling him what to do with me. I was very aggressive. And then, you know, I wasn't the one that was the drunkest. I was not the one. You did not win the I drunkest was, I did award. not win. But when we left there, going back to the house, I sure did fall asleep in the car. Because <laughs> the next day, one of the girls was like, you sure passed out. I was like, if I drink and I sit down, it's over. Done. Game over. I'm done. done. Like, I will go night-night. So the friend that got the drunkest, we it's ended Denise. up. It's Denise. You've heard us talk about Denise. It's Denise. Denise. Oh, my God. So... Before we even made it to the bar in Albert, she was already done. Like way oh, past yeah. She was like out. She passed out and she slept the entire time we were in this bar. <laughs> she sure did. In Albert fucking Texas. She sure did. Two-stepping. She sure did. She slept oh the whole gosh. time till like right at the end and the car alarm ended up going off because she was trying to get out of the car because she didn't oh, know. She yeah. said she woke up. She's like, where the fuck are where we at? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> All I know is I look back at pictures and the Mr. Band crew, you got your butt. <laughs> you have pictures? I have pictures. Oh, I haven't seen the pictures. I, don't, I have all the videos. Oh, I, I have the pictures, pictures of us with the band. And oh, I tr- wondered who took those. I have them on my phone. I wondered. Yeah. Because I remember leaving and I was trying to give them the information about the podcast and you were like, Lindy, come on. I was like, I was like no, but I didn't, want, I didn't want to share shit. Let's go. <laughs> And, and then I was being a smart ass because, you know, I had no interest whatsoever. But he was cool, right? But yeah. I'm not trying to pursue anything. So I'm like, why am I wasting my time? Yeah. And I was like, if you want to find me, you can find me. Peace out. <laughs> like, you don't know shit about me. But that's how he my sure thought process. sure did because he got the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, guy, if you're listening. I don't know what your name is. <laughs> All I know is I look back at the pictures. I remember... Your ass is surrounding a microphone stick. Oh, because and, I loved the microphone yeah, that they had. Literally, you're, it's going up the crack of your ass. <laughs> and and then I look back at pictures. <laughs> show me. And there's a picture of me, him trying to get me to grab his ass, right? <gasps> like he's, yeah, like he's trying to pull what? my hand down. And then because I'm a smart ass, I grabbed it like, what the fuck? I don't give a shit. <laughs> Bye. Peace. What? Yeah. You're going to have to show me these pictures. I have not seen <laughs> no, these pictures. And then all I remember is like, deuces. (laughs) Yeah. And George was like, I had all the videos that I had taken. And I had, plus I had a few videos from a couple other people, which I'm glad I did because I wasn't in any videos other than the ones from other people. Yeah. And so he was like, I want to see the whole thing uncut. I was like, well, there's nothing to, I have nothing to hide here. I was like, I'll show you the whole. So I showed him the final video. I was like, it's better to watch it like this than watch it separate. Because some of it just like goes on. And so he watched, he was like, y'all are ridiculous. I was like, I tried to tell you. It was Denise. It was a great time though. Denise won. 
I, I needed that girls weekend. More, oh, my God. I, I think we all did. It was yeah. so fun. I, the amount of stuff that we had all been through beforehand, I think yeah. it was just a much-needed trip. So now we're planning a Napa Valley trip, I yeah. think, is our next. Okay. So anything else that you want to add? Anything happen to you? Anything besides good bookers? I don't know. I haven't seen you really. I've just been busy at work. I haven't seen you. I've Christmas-fied, Christmas-fied my house. This is the most Christmas-fied oh, that I've yeah. had in years. Yeah, so this this past, uh, I had um, the little one, and so we all decorated. I saw your tree. It looks cute. Yeah, it's the same tree. I'm in the I onion. know, but it looks cute. The stuff that you have on there is cute. It's all home. It's all the home stuff. Like, literally stuff that's been made. Oh. There's barely any regular. It's like a very few regular ornaments. Do you need some regular ornaments? I have a whole no, bunch I of extra. I have them, but I have, like... It's it's just a plethora, yeah, of, of kids those stuff. kids Christmas, mm-hmm. which I love. Like I love those, mm-hmm. I love those so much. That's what I was gonna put on this tree. Was all the kids? I have a yeah. tree in the studio. I was gonna oh, put yeah. all the kids stuff on it, but I was just like, I was oh so my tired God. by the time I got done. See, did you see that TikTok? There's a, a it's a TikTok, and it's some girl that she was like, I'm just gonna keep adding ornaments. Oh, to my she added a tampon to her mom's tree. Tampon. <laughs> Yes. And I'm like, how many tampons is she going to add before <laughs> yes. her mom notices? I would lose my crap. Oh, my God. That. But that shit blended right in. Sure did, because everything was blue white. and white. Mm-hmm. She had a big old white Blend. tampon. I would murder my child. Um, okay, so yesterday, <clears throat> George and I were watching this show on, I think it was a National Geographic channel. Did you get that channel? This show called Trafficked. <laughs> It's a show? It's a show? a movie? No, no, no. It's a show called Traffic. It's about different topics. Oh, no. But the one that we watched yesterday was about BBLs. Brazilian butt lips. Butt lips. Oh. It was about the all over TikTok right yeah, now. Yeah. It was about this in Miami. It was talking about plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. First, it was talking... Well, it was talking about plastic surgery, but it was also talking about the butt injections, which are illegal. I didn't know that. that. Yeah, it was bad. You remember the girl that died here in Houston uh-uh. at the hospital? Uh-uh. You know where the 59 and um, fifty nine and uh, the Beltway? The hospital right there on the corner? Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Illegally was doing somebody butt injection yeah. and did it right there. She died. Yeah, so apparently when you do these, like I didn't realize when they're doing a butt, they're just injecting saline or silicone Mm -hmm. straight into their butt. Mm -hmm. And if you hit a certain something, it goes like straight to your heart and you die instantly. It's just like with the Brazilian butt lifts, whenever they're injecting the fat in your butt, Mm -hmm. if they hit it just right, it it goes straight to your heart, straight to your brain and you're dead. Done. Like immediately. high risk. Yeah. Like, so there was this, my nose is running. There was this place... They were talking about in Miami, <clears throat> it's like the becoming like the plastic surgery the central. Mecca. Yeah, because there's all these little shopping centers that are doing, popping up with stuff. Mm-hmm. And there was this one place where the same central doctor owned it, but it, the name has changed like five different times. Every time some shit happened, they changed the name, <gasps> but they kept the place. But they keep fucking up. They can't, and they've and like they... in eight years, six people have died. <gasps> Are you from sick? surgery? How can you legally keep but listen, doing that? So they interviewed a couple of other people. They interviewed this the one this one girl that does the butt injections. She was a transgender girl and she's been mm-hmm. doing butt butt injections for people for I don't know, like four or five years and doing it illegally. She makes a thousand dollars per person. Oh. And she does like ten a day. Ah! Ten thousand dollars a day. I see oh, why she does shit. it. Yeah, $10,000 a day to do that. I mean, I understand, and it's totally illegal, 
but she does it and, she, and I, they were, I were asking, you know, have you ever had an issue? She's like, no, thankfully, no, I have not. Um, but I was just like, crap. wow, that's crazy money to do something that's so illegal. And if you kill somebody, you're screwed. Yeah, you're fucking. You're totally screwed. Because they would die instantly. Yeah. But, that's what happened with that girl. Like but, literally on the bed. Yeah. But with this surgical center, in eight years, six people have died. Oh, my God. Six people. And they were interviewing someone that worked at another surgery center. And the lady said... She was like, what's the average day? Like, what is the amount of surgeries that you would have in an average day? And she was like, on a, in a normal surgery center, you would have like three, maybe four BBLs. Mm-hmm. Because it takes like, I think she said like three to four hours to do it. Mm-hmm. But at this place, they're doing like 10 to 12 a day. 10 to Just 12. Just to knock them out fast. So the doctor will come in and start it. And then the staff that aren't even licensed oh. physicians because all the, will finish it. The only thing for that license to hold in that office is that is doctor. the doctor needs to physically be there at some point. Yeah, he starts Same it and with then med they finish spas, it. That's exactly what I it is. I was like, that's med wild. Spas, they don't <clears> even <throat> physically have to be there. Their name has to be associated to that spa. They don't have to physically be there. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. And then the insurance connects to all that. So, you know, I was talking about doing the, you know, getting booty stuff done. But, like, I watched that. Uh -uh. And George was watching it with me. He was like, you can die. I was like, yeah. I was like, that's my hesitation with doing that. I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll do squats. I'll do squats. That's not worth it to me. It's not worth it. I can build my butt, no problem. It's just laziness. That's all it is. As soon as I start. Yeah. I mean, that's it. Yeah. I was like, I'm not doing that. I I don't even know what to say. <clears throat> like we all like have I would love to do that. Like but, I would love to like, but you know, like bam, the risk, bam, boom. The risk is not worth it for me. But at the same time, just love yourself. Yeah, absolutely love yourself. However, I know. I'm however, love yourself. However, if you feel like you're a mom or not a mom, and there's something in your body that you want changed that your body's just not going to do it because it's just you're not no, made I that way. It. Then go to have plastic surgery if it makes you feel better. But be smart about who you choose. Don't choose. go to these little Mickey Mouse ass places. I mean, it's the same with my my C-section scar. That last one, I'm jacked. They've jacked. You could go me to up. a plastic surgeon and they can fix that for you. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, am I really that happy? That's my thought process. Like, but like even in a bathing suit, you can't see it. Yeah, Yours, you can't so see it. So it's like. Mm, so, on that note, mm-hmm. I, today, went and had a consultation. For what? At Dr. Young Money's office. Young Money? Who the fuck is Young the Money? The one that I sent you. I didn't have it with him, though. The one that I sent you, he's on TikTok, on Instagram, that does the, the, does the stomach lipo and then moves it to the butt. The oh. one that looks freaking ridiculous. Yes. Okay, so you had an online consultation. No, girl, I was you in office. <gasps> How'd it go? So it wasn't with him; it was with the other doctor, Doctor Chamada, who's so super nice, and I've been stalking his Instagram. And the reason I went with Doctor Chamada was because Doctor Chamada does tummy tucks. Okay. Doctor Young does not do tummy tucks, okay. so that's the difference. And so I went in today. He was telling me what I already expect. He was the one that I sent the pictures to. So I did a, okay. a virtual consultation with pictures, but I was like. And I had made this appointment three months ago. Holy shit. That was the soonest I could get in. And I forgot about it till like two days ago. I had a reminder. I was like, well, do I want to cancel this? I was like, no, I'm going to go. I'm just no, going to go because I want to know. And I wanted to ask questions because I needed to know, like, what's the recovery? And, you know, what do I really qualify for? Because you can't really mm-hmm. tell from pictures. Yeah. 
he had exactly he said exactly what I expected that I have dystasis, which is where my muscles yeah. separate, which is why my stomach will never go down yeah. unless no. I get that fixed. So that's one of those situations where plastic surgery that's, that's the, only the only way, way. to fix it's it the, it really is the that is the way. only way that is my so biggest either you have to accept this is how your body yeah is, like your stomach's or, never going to be totally flat right or you make or that you, choice to exactly. fix it so hey either way yeah i mean whatever you decide love yourself but if you want to fix can love it yourself fixing it but yeah, yeah. i'm yeah. like i will love the fuck I'm out of myself if i fix love it myself to fix it <laughs> I'm not saying don't do anything. Yeah. I got fake boobs. Yeah. So um, he was like, you're a perfect candidate for this. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I told him that I did that years ago before we got married, that I did that lipo where you're awake, which never do that. Never, ever, ever do that. That is not worth the money that you spend on that stuff. Lipo while you're awake. Yeah. I remember I did the lipo before Jeremy's wedding, before my wedding. <gasps> remember yeah and i was totally awake the no. only thing yeah, i was awake the whole time the only benefit that i got out of that was that my arms went down and you could see my triceps more that's it that's the only benefit because my stomach did not it didn't it made the muscle you can't control that yeah you can't and he didn't say anything about that whenever i went in he said zero he just took my money and yeah. did it and whenever i was laying there Half numb, but half not numb. I could feel that wand going on my rib cage. Oh, it's worse. God. Never do that. It's not worth it. Don't do it. Don't uh, do it. It's not worth doing the lipo where you're awake. And I can't remember the name of the company that does it. They're out of California, I think. But yeah, it's just not worth it. Just go get a freaking tummy tuck. Just go do that. Gosh, so scary. anyway, so yeah, so I did that. So now I just have to figure out. And, and oh, side note, what size is your what size are your boobs? What cup size are you? I'm a 32D. So you're a D. Okay. 34C or 32D. Okay. Because he said that, why are you 34? 34 is a round. 34D is equivalent to a 32 double D. Oh. No, wait. 34C. 34 is a round. 34C is equivalent to a 32D is considered a fake size is what Victoria's Secrets told me fake size yeah it's a you got fake boobs size well that's dumb no they literally when they measured me said 32d is a fake okay. size well the reason why i was asking what size your boobs were was because he was telling me because i was telling about my implants that i've had them since 2006 and you know that i am considering replacing them and whatever and he was like he's like well he said we can do a high profile silicone is that what you have silicone or do you have saline i have silicone okay yeah he said silicone feels more natural and in my head i'm going no they don't no would you like to feel my heart yours are a little harder than mine (laughs) my hard ass titties because i I had saline before the silicone yeah the saline fucking hard as shit saline is way softer um fucking hard as shit but he said the high profile that pokes out more versus the low profile which Mm -hmm. is what i have will fill it in Mm -hmm. so i won't have to get a lift because that was my concern. I was like, I mean, I was oh, because like, it's gonna, and I would have to have slightly more than what I have now in order for it to lift up a little bit. He said it'll do that, and so I was curious about what your size was because he was like, you know, we could. He like, what's your what's your cup size? I was like, it's a C. He's like, how do you feel about a D? I was like, if it's a small D, I was like, I don't, I'm not trying to be like Dolly Parton. I don't want big boobies. Mm-hmm. I just need to get the implants replaced. But if I don't, because when I, do, I don't want to have Franken boob. I don't want to yeah. get a lift. So look at this. So when I do a 34 C cup, because mm-hmm. that's a more common size, you see how loose that is. Because mm-hmm. I don't fit the cup. I'm yeah. not that round. But the D is the the C and the D is the is the roundness. So that doesn't make sense. I don't understand. I don't know either. Trust me. I don't know because I've yet to find a bra size that fits me perfectly. Interesting. Because I'm Get such you some an skims. Skims. I it's should. Just like a sports bra. No, if I do like a, what's it called? Like a, if I do like a 
triangle. Yeah, the triangle. With no wire, mm-hmm. no padding. Skims. Yeah. Anything it's, like that, I'm, I'm good. The most Just comfortable. put me in a medium and I'm fine. That's the only thing that they were saying. It was like after the recovery for that. So two weeks, I would be like a hunched over, like hunchback of Notre Dame. The first week, I can't go to work. The second week, I can't go to work because I'm sitting. Yeah. Uh, for the tummy tuck part. Oh, okay. For okay, the tummy, yeah. tummy tuck part. And then for the boobs, water. he was like, what? I need water. Okay. Well, there's, some, there's some on the counter. Okay. Can you wait for a moment? Yeah. Okay. I feel that like... It's hitting you? Yeah, it's hitting me. I've been drinking <laughs> since like I'll get you a water in a moment. I'll get you a water. Just un momento, por favor. So he said whenever the, with the boob recovery is mm-hmm. that you have to wear for a sports bra first, which I remember doing that. He said, mm-hmm. and then you have to wear an underwire bra to help. And I was like, I have not worn underwire in so long because it's so mm-hmm. uncomfortable. Yeah, mine doesn't. Right now, I don't have. I don't like underwire. I couldn't tell you the last time I wore underwire. I hate underwire. Yeah. That's super But why does he suggest? Because it helps keep them up oh, while they're healing. Oh, it up. I'm yeah. like, that doesn't okay. sound like a fun time. Mm. Anyway, I won't tell you what the price is. I'll tell you off the record what the price is. So I just got to figure out how to come up with this money to be able to do this. Because I totally want to do it. it. I totally want to do it. We got to make it happen. Did you learn anything on TikTok? Did you watch TikTok at all before we move on? I just wanted to share with you that I I met a celebrity, Instagram famous, TikTok famous, super awesome doctor. Mm -hmm. And I even told him, I have communicated back and forth with this guy on Mm -hmm. Instagram. He had no clue who i was today when i came in yeah he was course, i was like oh i've been talking to your instagram for a while and you know i've been wanting to do this for like two decades that's a, that's the crazy thing two decades 20 years i've been wanting to do a tummy tuck since i had my oh. youngest daughter and and i never okay so you know how the universe does put stuff and blocks in your place mm-hmm. or in your face for years i wanted to have a tummy tuck but You've seen people that have had tummy tucks where it looks weird. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. you can tell. You could tell they've had a tummy tuck. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks flat and square. Like, it's not, there's no yeah. definition. There's a famous person and, right now that just had one, and it's bothering me when And I their belly stomach. button's really black and dark, and, like, it just doesn't look yeah. right. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> so I, I've, and, and I've always wanted one, but it was just, like, something was saying, no, because you're not going to be happy with that. Yeah. Just well, then I, I found another doctor here, not these two. I found another doctor here that had this, uh, it's, what is, he call, what is it called? True form tummy tuck. Mm-hmm. And so he basically stitches your inside of your abdomen back to the muscle so that you get that dent in the middle mm-hmm. so it looks more real. But you still have a little bit of pooch on the bottom. I don't want that either. That's yeah. the whole point of the tummy tuck. Get you rid of the damn pooch. pooch. I've had to yeah. pooch my whole life. I want that to go away. Yeah. So I didn't go there. So then I saw these guys and they do what's called like 4D etching. Mm-hmm. So they create the shape inside with liposuction with the tummy tuck to give you the muscle definition mm-hmm. instead of it just being flat. Am I boring you? You're yawning. No, I'm just yawning. <laughs> I can't help it. But no, there's a... So it looks real. I'll show you pictures before you leave okay. and you're going to be like, holy Well, I'm going to show you whose stomach is bothering me right okay. now. Yeah, you show she me. she just had a baby. And she had a tummy tuck already. And she already probably did what you're talking about. And maybe it's bothering more so because... I know you just had a baby, and mm-hmm. you're not supposed to look like this yet. Yeah. Well, well, it's not necessarily true because my sister-in-law just had a baby. She's just over a month now, and her stomach is flat as a board right now because she worked out consistently she, the whole time. I know, but does she have muscle definition? No. Like a six-pack? Because that's what I'm seeing no. with this celebrity, and I'm like, that 
doesn't happen. She might have got the etching thing yeah. done. Or that's why when you said etching, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, like because I could totally see your sister-in-law flat because she is fit. She already has an amazing body. Yeah, and she worked out hardcore when she yeah, was pregnant. Exactly. So I can expect that with time and breastfeeding that her belly's going to yeah, fly. She did like F45 all the way up until yeah. she delivered. Yeah. But this one, <clears throat> no. It's etching. It has to be etching. Yeah, you have but to show me. But it bothers me. I feel like, no, you're cheating. <laughs> it's not fair. It it's just because you have money. It doesn't work that way. Suck it. You just need to have a belly. Anyway, so we're going to come up with this money. I'm going to come up with this money yeah, to we'll pay for this. It. We'll get it. Okay, so anything on TikTok? Did you learn anything? Did you learn anything? Did you find anything? Um, On TikTok, I'm in the Matrix, and I'm in... I'm in rabbit holes. Just. Oh, my mom started listening. I sent Dolores Cannon information to my mom. Yes. What is she thinking I about? I told it? her because if you've never listened to Dolores Cannon, go on to, you can, I would say go on to YouTube first and just listen to some of her videos. It's super interesting. Keep an open mind. It's a little old lady. She does uh, past, past life, life regression, regression, hypnotherapy. And so she's, so like if you've, if you've ever heard of like a hypnotist, they do hypnotizing to help people. She said originally she started doing hypnotism of people that like wanted to quit smoking and people wanted to lose weight and whatever. And she was doing all that to help hypnotize them to, to get them to do those things. And it worked, but then she had one client at one point it just kind of happened where she went so far into their subconscious that she, Ooh, that was a sound that just came out of my throat. Oh, I didn't hear anything. There was, she went so far into their subconscious that she reached their consciousness where they were in a past life Mm -hmm. and was talking to them about, having conversations about what they were doing in this past life. And then she just kind of switched her focus to focusing on the past life regression. And so she that's where her so thing is done. So any of y'all that don't know, past life regression therapy is when you are in a hypnosis. Hypnotic. A hypnotic stage. And you will, your subconscious will talk about your past lives, what mm-hmm. you were doing in your past lives. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, that shit is fucking interesting. It's so interesting. I will go down rabbit holes yes. of past life regression it's therapy. fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating, yeah. the stuff. And it's just kind of, it's kind of opened my mind in a different way and made me think about things in a completely different way than what I ever thought before. I was already shifting my thoughts from years ago but it's just like been a slow transition and then you know as I always say things come into your life the way that they're supposed mm-hmm. to and when they're supposed to and, and when they're you know I wasn't to. ready for it before but I'm certainly ready for it now and I love I, I absorb all of it like mm-hmm. she has I don't know how many books she has so many books I've, I've listened to three so far already and they're so interesting yeah but yeah. anyway so there was a thing that I listened to on TikTok or not TikTok no it was TikTok that's what mm-hmm. made me go look for her on YouTube that um Stop picking your nails. (laughs) I can't help it. I can't help it. That said something about negative energy. Like, if you are on TikTok, I'm sure that you've seen the videos where people talk about the world, the new earth, and how Mm -hmm. things are expanding. Mm -hmm. And new world. It's like the the earth is like a cell splitting into two. And certain people are going to go to the new earth, and certain people are going to stay on the old earth. The people that are not raising their vibration and whatever. Mm And so she was saying about, um, you know, people that watch the news and people that focus on the negativity and whatever, they're not raising their vibration. They're staying on the old earth. Mm-hmm. And as soon as she said that, at first person I thought it was my mom because my mom, you know, she gets absorbed with new stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah, without going into all of that, she gets absorbed with that negative energy. And mm-hmm. so I, I called her and I was like, Mom, I want you to listen to this lady. And I sent her a link on YouTube and I said, and I want you to keep an open mind. 
And then and I explained to her why. I was like, I don't want you to be stuck on the boo-boo earth. I want you to move to the good earth. So I was like, so you got to like, I want you to listen. And she's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And so she's, she listened to one. It was like a two-hour, uh, one of her conferences that she did. And I called her yesterday. I was like, so what would you think? She's like, I am so interested in this stuff really this is amazing she did have an open mind this then. is fascinating this makes me think a whole different thing about all of the things she was like makes me think was star wars really real was that based on real stuff was star trek really real was that based on real stuff and she was just like going on and on and on and on and, on. and i was like i'm so glad i sent you that i was like get you an audible account get you some books and listen mm-hmm. i was like it's so interesting I mean, like, you just wow. have to be open-minded you and listen do. to it. You can't. That's the problem. You have to be open-minded yeah. with a lot of this stuff. Willing to um, accept other ideas yeah. that might potentially and that's be it. true. That's it. That's the true thing. You have to be able to accept there's other ideas that's right. out there. You can't be closed-minded and no, think this is this and that's it. And this is it in the only way. Yeah. Like, you can't. Yeah. We would be naive to think that in this ginormous freaking universe that we have, mm-hmm. that we are the only living creatures on it. That's very conceited and naive. Yeah. We are not. We're a speck. We're like a grain of salt. My daughter's having a bad day. She's always like, Mom, we're not even like a small speck in the universe. Yeah. Does it really matter? We're like invisible in the spectrum of things. get over it. (laughs) Our stuff doesn't matter. Okay, so did you, outside of that, did you learn anything on TikTok so we can move on and get you your H2O? Um, I thought I already said no. Okay, so I learned... Oh, shit. Three things. Three? I had zero. And three. you had... Okay, what because are your I always, things? Because I always... I purposely... I found these things like yesterday and today because I have not been looking at TikTok. Oh, okay, because okay, I've been in my own world. Yeah. One, you can open a bottle of wine mm-hmm. with a hair straightener. Did you see that? Nope. Did not see that one. So basically what you do is you get this straightener and you get it hot. Yeah. And you hold it where the cork is. Yeah. And you just like go back and forth on the bottle and that cork will just... It'll pop right out. I mean, granted, by the time it does, the wine is like boiling at the top, but it's, I think it's just creating the heat pressure, like you're yeah, boiling to it. Pull it out. But it will like, that cork will pop right out. I was like, that's wild. That's very interesting. Yeah. I, I didn't see that one. Number two, did you know that turtles can breathe through their butts? I did not know they could breathe through their butts. I don't remember butts. what the terminology is called. The turtles that's new to can me. Can breathe through their butts. Nope. Did not know that one. Wouldn't that be a fun treat if you're yeah. in bed and mm-hmm. your butt's just like, that mean you snore through your butt like that's a good question maybe we need to go down that rabbit hole okay and the last thing that i realized was actually kind of powerful it said women in their 20s and 30s do not realize my toenails broken do not realize how much we change over the course of those 10 20 years focus here i'm focusing what i say boogers focus in 20 years that is not what i said Okay. Quit picking your fingernails. I can't fucking stop. Stop it. Women in their 20s and 30s don't realize how much we change in those 20 years and that life actually really begins in your 40s. I fucking agree. 100%. Dude, if I could have been who I am now in my 40s and my 20s, oh, life game would be changer. Yeah, life would be so you different. You couldn't fuck with me in my 20s no. if I was who I am now no, in my 40s. Absolutely. I'm a whole different beast. Absolutely. Like I it's was a crazy. beast then, but I'm a but but you were a naive, a naive beast. A naive beast then. Yeah. You just very, were very gullible and young, believed everything. Gullible, naive. 
Thought you could take on the world. Don't yeah. need to listen to nobody. And that's what I'm saying. I was a beast, but I was an immature, naive beast. Yeah. And then and in your 30s, know. you're trying to figure your life out. You're trying to yeah. figure out what you want to do. It's a, it's a wake up call in your 30s because you're like, oh shit. What do I want to do? And then you're you're you start really enjoying life. I think you start enjoying life a little bit more in your, in your 30s, 30s. But yeah. then your 40s, you're like life is starting. Fuck you. There yeah. is no fucks given in 40s. Yeah, when you're 40s, you don't put up with shit. You, you know don't. what you want. You know yeah. what you don't want. You don't allow things in your no. life that you would have allowed before. Yeah. You don't take You're no for an answer. You're not wasting my time. You, yeah. You don't take no for an answer about things that no. if you want something, you make it happen. Yeah. yeah. Like I will not take a no. That's what, It's crazy to yeah. think about the difference. I was talking to, to my oldest a while ago. I was telling her, I said, whenever, was I telling you a story about the snowflake on the Christmas tree? I don't think I told you. I was no, telling her. So when I was putting my Christmas tree up. I have all kinds of different ornaments, and sometimes I change them out to be different every year. Well, I, ha- I used to have, whenever I was married before, I had the same tree, the same ornaments. Nothing ever mm-hmm. changed on the tree. But I had these gold snowflakes. They were like plastic, I think. And I would hang them strategically on the tree in a place where it was loose so that when the ceiling fan hit, they would move because they had oh, glitter on them. So it would make yeah. them twinkle. Yeah. And I was... I have some snowflakes that are similar to that that I for this tr- this mm-hmm. my new tree and I didn't put them on the tree but I saw them in the box the other day and I just had like a breakdown like I sat down on the floor and I was crying and I was like I had such a sad life before that the only creativity I'm a super creative person right. was those little the only creativity that I was allowed to do in that was allowed to do was to decorate the Christmas what tree. What kills me is every time I hear you talk about your past life, because remember, we didn't know each other yeah. in that time frame. And when you say the word allowed. I was allowed. Just fucking baffles me. Yeah. Because I am of not who that you are now <laughs> and the person I met and I know yeah. would have never tolerated Absolutely that not. at all. So when I hear it, it's just like, yeah. the fuck? I was not allowed I couldn't paint the house. I couldn't decorate the house. If I wanted Christmas lights on the outside of the house, guess who put them on? Me. On the roof. Up with a ladder, putting Christmas lights on the house. Yeah, if you want to do it, do if it. If I wanted to do Which it. Which is crazy because when I now, because remember, we had the same, some, not to your extreme, but the same thing. If you want to work, you need to pay for the kids to go to daycare. I say, yeah. Yeah, your paycheck. Literally, my paycheck, my paycheck, like I had checked the desk. <laughs> My paycheck with a T. And I've been drinking. Period. My (laughs) paycheck basically paid for the daycare. For the daycare. Just so you could get out of the house. But that was my freedom to get out of the house. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was telling her, I was like, you know, I said it's crazy because I'm super creative. Like it's like when you cage up a creative person Mm -hmm. and they can't get it out, like they get depressed. And that's Mm -hmm. where I I was on antidepressants. And I was, you know, my one thing that I could do all year. Mm Mm-hmm. Was put the freaking tree together and put ornaments on the tree strategically to make it be more creative for the kids to see the twinkle. And I would sit and stare at that damn tree for hours because that was the only creative outlet that I had for a whole year. Oh my God. I sat on the floor and cried and I was like, that was so sad. That was so yeah, was sad. sad. I was so weak that I couldn't even see what was happening. No. So, like, it just and infuriates me yeah. that I was so weak. And that's what's so sad is it's that age. Because you want to do. Like I, was in my I 20s. know. I know. For me, I was doing what I thought I was supposed to do. Absolutely, you're supposed to get 
married have kids you're supposed to have kids have a job the man is the head of the household and you're supposed to love and honor him yep and i was doing everything that i thought i was supposed yep. to do and then you realize i'm fucking miserable Absolutely. i'm not doing what i That's want right. to do because i'm doing what everybody else expects me to yep. do That's not what the fuck i want to do yep. i got I got a wild side. Yeah. Like I got a mouth. I've got a trucker mouth. I like to talk shit. I like to go out. I like to have fun. I like to be with my friends. You like to be around people. I like to be around people. I can't be caged in and trapped to be a housewife. Trust me. That's the fucking hardest job in the world. It is. I don't care what any. I hit my nose on that thing. (laughs) I don't care what anybody says. Being a housewife is a hard job. A housewife with a mom with kids trapped at home is the fucking hardest job in the world absolutely not only do you have to mentally get your shit together no matter if you're sick you still have to take care of those kids you have to take care of the house you have to clean the house you have to take care of your husband you have to it's fucking hard and then you have to have it all done before he gets home and when he gets home home and you haven't done it then it's like what have you been doing all day like you've been fucking bullshitting all day yeah i remember i will never forget and it's nowhere near to what your life was but i remember being so hurt because I had just had my second child and I'm juggling getting her to school, getting taking him and doing the breastfeeding through the night. I was exhausted. And I just said, can you please just have somebody clean the house? When I say once a month, I literally once a month. So she came in once a month to do like the deep, deep house cleaning. Mm-hmm. And she ended up texting him saying, hey, I'm finished cleaning the house and I'm leaving, but she's asleep. I literally was asleep on the couch with the baby because we had been up all night. Mm -hmm. And he joked with all of our friends that not only do I pay for her to have the house cleaned, like it was a regular thing, once a month, every blue moon, Mm -hmm. um, that she was so tired she couldn't even even walk downstairs to let the housekeeper out. Yeah. Dick. I'm sorry. I was breastfeeding your child fucking all night and I'm exhausted. Yeah. Like, like what a dick. That's a narcissistic bullshit. Yeah. But yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy to think about the different. It's crazy to think about you. Yeah. Being that person. Yeah. When I think about it now, are you fucking kidding me? I would have been like, oh my God, if I could have never. If I had a time machine. Dude, and I I could go back and tell my old self. I would go back. I would have laughed. Oh, it would be a whole different situation. If I could go back in time. Oh my God. God. Just thinking about that. Go back in time and meet myself and be like, hey, give me 10 minutes. You just go in there. I'm going to be you. you. I need you to seclude yourself go be in a closet Shut your mouth. for 10 minutes and don't say anything i'm gonna handle this yeah. for you oh my god I would, he would not know what the fuck dude, to do i would lose my shit <laughs> and it would be a calm shit oh i would be so calm i'd be calm i like, would I'm be gonna, i'll be like you know what let me tell you what we're gonna do okay <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna need you to sit right here because i'm gonna tell you what the fuck's about to go <laughs> down do you understand me i want to make sure you clearly understand me. you don't okay i'm gonna have you sit again and i'm gonna need you to look me in my eye yeah because this is about what the fuck's about to go do. yeah like he had i a, would love it like oh like in my in my past life it was the i guess it was i don't know if, I, I mean i'm not a narcissistic person but i know enough about them i think it was a thrill for him to make me cry mm-hmm. and let me just say i don't i'm not so hung up in that past my past life i don't care it's just interesting for me to talk about it now from it's like I, it's like i'm an outsider looking it in is. at my old self it's like yeah 
And I feel like there's so many narcissists that I didn't were was not aware of until I was I on TikTok, and I realized how many, how many there are. Yeah. That it's sometimes healing to hear some other body, some other woman talk about the shit that she went through. That's the only reason that I talk about it. That is the only reason. And, and for for all of you, if you I don't know if you're with a narcissistic person or if you've been in that situation, it's been confirmed that is the hardest relationship to get out of. Absolutely. Because of the mind fuck they put Absolutely. you through. Absolutely. Yeah, you don't, re- you're you don't so realize in a spell. It. And it's a small, gradual increase yeah. of a mind spell that you don't even realize that they... And I. And what's the thing is, I don't even think they realize it because it's a mental issue that they have. And I don't even know if they know what they're yeah, doing at I, the time. Well, I feel... I don't know if they... I don't know if it's like a thought out process. I don't think it's a thought out process. I think it's just who they are and they do things and then they expect a reaction from you. And mm-hmm. then when you give them the reaction that they're expecting, it feeds them. It feeds them. And they're like, okay, well now, the, mm-hmm. no, okay, this is good. Yeah. Now let me, let me try something else. It's like, yeah. they're just baby stepping in to see how far they can go. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, once you're, once they've gotten to that point, you're so engulfed in their charm quote unquote Mm -hmm. that you can't see yourself getting out the thought of them being with someone else oh my god you can't imagine because you are their world and they are your world and Mm -hmm. wrong and they charm everybody around you. they absolutely do and that's the charming part Uh they charm people around you and so you're looking at them while they're charming the people around you and you're like he really is so great. Look at what he's doing. Yeah. Look at how great he well, is. Well, I remember my first wake-up call, and we probably talked about this, is when a friend of mine moved back, and she needed to live with us for a while. So she knew the old person, mm-hmm. right? So she knew... The old him or you? The old him. Mm-hmm. She knew the old him. So when she comes back, and she's living with us for a while, now she sees my, I'm fucking pissed, and I can't deal with this shit anymore, mm-hmm. but I'm tolerating it, mm-hmm. but I'm like I'm starting to wake up at that point, Right. But she looks at me as like, damn, you're being a bitch. Like, I remember her like in shock, like, dude, like what's going on? I'm like, you have no idea. But he's still in the charming phase, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you start to live with somebody 24-7, they can't keep that persona. Absolutely. Because he was giving them that little bit of persona. That's what they do. Everything's for show. Yeah, for show. Everything's for show, show, show. But now she's in my house month after month and she's starting to see, oh, shit, now I see what the fuck's going on. Yep. And I remember her going, okay, I understand now. And yeah. we're sitting on the couch together and he walks in and he, again, we all don't know how to act because mm-hmm. now she's in that life. Yeah. She's now in my life because mm-hmm. she's been there for so long. And she was like, we don't know what to expect when he comes home. And I was that's like, the exactly. worst. You don't know what fucking mood you're going to get when they walk through the door. Is he happy or is he upset because he had a stressful day? Like, what the fuck are you about to deal with? And then all of a sudden, I remember an argument broke out. And I'm not one to start arguments. Like, I'm not. That's not my personality. And he threw the controller at us. Good Lord. And it ended up hitting her. He was throwing it at me and hit her. And right then she looked at me and that's that comment I always tell you, is this how you want to live for the rest, for the of, your rest of your life? That's right. And that comment that day stuck with me. I was like, no, this isn't it. Yeah. And this is a 14 year marriage. I think we might've even been at, might've been 16. I don't even remember now. Yeah. But I remember I woke up the very next morning and called divorce attorney. Yeah. 
Like, it's, it's crazy just, how yeah. those narcissistic, that it just pulls you in. It is. It's crazy. And it takes an outside. But it was, a comfort, it, out it was a confirmation. And what's crazy is you and another girlfriend pointed out other flaws. Mm-hmm. But, and, but I, it kind of opened your eyes to see yeah, things. So I started waking up, which is what got me to the point of where I was starting to check out. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't her living with us. In confirming mm-hmm. that, okay, she sees what's happening. Yep. Like, she gets it. She understands why my mood has shifted. Yep. And why I am I look and appear like a bitch and a coldless bitch. That's exactly bitch. right. And, and that's what you look like to other people. That's exactly that I've right. turned into this that's coldless exactly bitch. exactly right. But she understood because now she's living in the house and gets it. Yeah. And that was a confirmation I needed. It's, I mean, it's funny that you say that because whenever I was at the point where I was ready to go, I had been having conversations with my close friends at the time, the friends I was allowed to have mm-hmm. um, for probably two years of conversations where I they would say stuff to me. And it was the fear of that he'd put into my mind, you'll never make it. You'll never be successful. Yeah. You're fat. You're ugly. Strong. Nobody's going to want you. Yeah. This is where you need to be. What are you doing? Yeah. I, I heard the same thing. You'll never amount to anything. Yep. You are who you are because of me. That's right. You'll never and do you anything. have everything. I give you everything. That's right. You'll never have what you have right now because yeah. of me. That's right. And I went out of town and was with someone that I hadn't seen since I was 15 years old, a friend. And, and he just was like, what are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. why are you... Deal, like I was telling him, just like, I'm so torn. I don't know what to do. You know, I'm thinking about this and I feel like I'm wrong. And he knew him as well. I mean, he didn't know him as obviously as intimately. He just knew him from an outsider, the charmer. Mm-hmm. He knew the charmer. Mm-hmm. He knew the charmer side of it. And so he was just like, you know, like, if he's that bad, what are you doing? Like, yeah. why are you there? Why are you? Like, why are you staying? Like, what are you staying for? You're not hel- helping yourself. You're not helping your kids. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you staying for? And it was just kind of like, that was a wake up call. I was like, you know what? Yeah. You're absolutely freaking right. Yeah. You are so right. What am I doing? Like, I'm wasting time. Mm-hmm. And then that's whenever I was just decided. And it just took me a little bit to actually say the mouth the words out. Mm-hmm. But good God, if I could go back in time. God, yeah, I'll speed up If faster. I could go back in time, yeah. I would have said something as soon as my second one was born. Like, right after she was born, mm-hmm. I'd be like, okay, oh, we're done. Go. Let's just gotta go ahead go. and let but me just you tell you what, what to you, say. You were my my confirmation on the, my second situation. Same yeah. thing. Like, I knew... I'm not going crazy. This is happening. This yeah, is why like I'm I turning. Saw it. Yeah, like I'm turning coldless. I can feel myself turning coldless. I'm I'm shutting off. I'm shutting off. I'm shutting off. And then we did. We went on that trip, and, and I saw you it firsthand. Saw, I was like, he is. He's. He's not right. Like yeah. this is not right. This is. Yeah. You don't need to live like this. I was this. like, okay, this is okay. I'm not losing my mind. Yeah. I'm. I'm. This is really yeah. happening. Yeah. yeah. And then that was a confirmation. Okay. I'm not, yeah. I'm not the you crazy not one crazy. in this situation. Mm-mm. You were not crazy. That's that narcissist. They make you yeah. feel like you're crazy. And that's exactly both times now I've been like, okay, is this me? Is it, what am I doing? And then so, it really, it's a mind fuck. With that being said, you just popped an idea into my head. This mm-hmm. is part of the Dolores Cannon theory. Mm-hmm. So if you've never listened to her, she has this with past life regression. She's learned that people come down here. We souls come to, earth it's a school mm-hmm. we're all here learning lessons and you will keep coming back until you've learned your lesson you learning a lesson and there are certain people when she said this the other day i was like this is jamie this is jamie there are certain people that attract the same kind mm-hmm. of person over and over in and their why life do you keep attracting and them? why do you because you haven't learned your yeah. lesson yeah so i've heard that term so i was actually just talking to somebody recently mm-hmm. and i said you need to make sure that you're not a narcissistic person I need to figure out why I attract narcissistic yeah. people. And I remember... You attract the charm. Uh, yeah. And so I'm like, okay, I need to understand why 
why I attract those people and how can I catch those red flags early on. It's that being by yourself thing so that you yeah. can see people for who they are. Let me tell you, I'm six months in. Do you realize I just hit six months? That's crazy. Yeah. yeah I got to pee. It's that being by yourself thing that makes you see the value that people bring into well, your life. Well, now, like now I totally under, completely understand that the whole term, like, don't come at me unless you can bring me value That's right. to my life. That's exactly right. If you're not because bringing value, there's no I, point in you being here. I am completely, like, I enjoy going home by myself. Yeah. Now, granted, I will be alone sometimes, and I wish I did have somebody I could cuddle on and, yeah. you know what I mean? But you want to have somebody that you cuddle on that brings value. Right. Somebody but I cuddle don't on just want for to having bring a body. in just because I got a, a body there. Yeah. I don't. I don't want that. Like, yeah. I don't want that for myself. That's true. I'm not going to invite you in my house unless you can bring value to my life yeah okay that's all i got for that so follow us on tiktok at over 40 and faded underscore podcast and um we'll try to post some shit whenever we feel like posting some shit but we haven't posted any (laughs) shit in a while because we need to do some shit yeah let's move on we gotta catch up that was long cheers we're gonna have to we're not yeah editing i gotta fucking pee we're not editing out you always say that no we're editing out hey hey ladies (laughs) get funky (laughs) <laughs> oh we have a story we do with the hey ladies what do you mean hey ladies funky. okay so let's shout out to our sponsor get a whiff use code over 40 at getawhiffco.com that's two f's getawhiffco.com they have fragrances such as i'll give you pumpkin to talk about let a tea can you grow a pear already I'm busy ignoring current events and even a soap called Wash Your Ass. They also have warmers for those of you that have the wax warmers, like the Scentsy things. Um, They crackle like a gentle fire. You can actually smell them when they're lit. They're made in the USA, so support your small businesses. They're made of a natural coconut wax blend, and they're free of nasty stuff like carcinogens, whatever that word is. It starts with a P that I can't say, and Prop 65 chemicals. Again, that's use the code OVER40 at getawhiffco.com. They make great Christmas presents. Mm -hmm. Everybody loves candles. And these are are really good candles. They last for a long time. Our other sponsor is Dreams Aren't This Good. Use the code over 40 faded to get 20% off your chips and salsa. They have flavors such as the original, um, the fighter, which is garlic cilantro, just dance with jalapeno pineapple, girls, 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 blueberry coconuts, now or never, avocado pepper, and my type, which is mango chipotle. There's also chips. They're blue corn, tor- corn tortilla chips. You stick them in the oven for five to seven minutes, and you have fresh restaurant-style chips. They're delicious, amazing so good. Mm-hmm. I have a bag for you. Oh my god. Don't let me forget. Okay. I keep telling you this is the same bag. I'm gonna take it with <laughs> me. Take it with today. you. How long do those bags last? Um, I think they last like six or eight months. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, anyway, use the code over 40 and faded for 20% off at dreamsarentthisgood.com. It's delicious, vegan, no extra shit in it. Here we go. Hey ladies. Oh goodness gracious. Hey, ladies. Hi. Hey. Hey. I love your podcast. Y'all are so funny and so quote unquote regular. I love it. Well, we try to be regular. Are we talking about our bowel movements? Because <laughs> I've been working on that. I'm not sure. <laughs> we try to be regular. That drink tastes like a pawpaw drink. That whiskey. That is a pawpaw drink. Yeah. That's why I said. Yeah, it's a whiskey. It's a whiskey. Okay, so Jamie's drinking a, before we continue. She's drinking what I started with. It was Prosecco and apple cider vinegar. Delicious. Not good. 
not apple cider vinegar. Apple Just cider. Apple cider. <laughs> and Prosecco. Is that how you say it? Prosecco? Prosecco. It's like a sparkling wine. Fucking shit is delicious. It's good. It's easy to drink. It's is very you half good. half and half? 50-50? It's 50-50. That was yeah. fucking great. Because the apple cider is not super, super sweet. Mm-hmm. And the Prosecco is not super, super sweet. So it's a good mix. It's a good oh, drink. Good. It's a it's good really light good. drink. I like it. I like Lindy it. Lindy was drinking that, but now she has moved on to, what do we, we call it? ran out. What do we call it? The Cider Mama? A spicy Mama. I know. I thought it was a Cider Mama. Cider Mama. Whatever. Cider Mama. Whatever. It's whiskey, apple cider, lime juice, simple syrup, and cinnamon. It's delicious. Delish. But the best whiskey that we had, we drank it last week. It was a pecan praline whiskey instead of just oh. regular whiskey. Oh, oh it tastes like candy. Oh god, it was fucking it was candy. So, it was so so good. delicious. It Let was, me tell you, I had one glass, drove home so because good. of course I wasn't buzzed. We had one glass. Mm-hmm. But by the time I got home, it just like relaxed you. Melted me and I passed the yeah, fuck out. It was and good. I slept so so good. It was so good. Yeah. That's delish. A good, that's a good drink. If you get that pecan praline whiskey. If any mm. of you are curious, DM us and I'll send you the recipe. It's good. good. Okay. Back to being regular. All right. Regular. I am in need of some vice. Uh, some vice. vice. Hello, whiskey. 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 <laughs> I'm in need of some advice. So here goes. I've been dating my boyfriend for two years. He is wonderful. We always have a good time when we are together and our sex life is amazing. What's the problem? He works shift work and gets off at 10 at night and I work a regular 8 to 5 job. So when I get off, we meet up for dinner and then I'll wait for him. Oh, hold on. I'll wait for him to get off before going to bed. I'm already tired. What? Think about it. He gets off at I'm 10. Ready. I'm ready for bed. I'm in the bed. Yeah. Like, 10 o'clock. I'm in. Come fuck? kiss me good night. Yeah. I'm not going to dinner with you. No. Okay. No. She's saying she gets off at 5 and then she goes and meets him for dinner and then she goes home. Oh, okay. So he takes a dinner break while at work. Right. So I guess it would be like lunch. Gotcha. Quote unquote. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. He does have every other weekend off so we were able to spend. So we are able to spend weekends together. Oh, that's nice. Okay. I've been noticing some changes in him lately. Here we go. Oh, Here we stuff. go. The good stuff. Here we go. When he gets off work and after I go to bed, I've walked in on him a couple of times texting or on social media. And as soon as I walk in, he closes it out. Red flag. Mm-hmm. He used to have his phone open, but now it's locked. Red flag. Another red flag. I've casually asked him to use his phone after I've purposely let mine die and he always has an excuse as to why he can't because he's in the middle of something but then a few minutes later he will give it to me sis oh he's clearing it up wait to hand it to you wait what the fuck (laughs) I've casually looked at his text and I haven't seen anything so that's a little confusing he has also been staying later at work and not getting home till after midnight when I've asked him about it he just says he's working overtime he also recently told me that he has a work trip to go on where he's never had any work trips since we've been together. My gut is telling me something's going on, but I can't find any proof. When I ask him if he's not happy or wants to end the relationship, he just hugs me and assures me that we are good and basically loves all over me for a whole day to make me feel better, but then goes back to this unusual behavior. Am I crazy? No. Signed, confused. If you have something crazy, send it to us at over40andfadedpodcast at gmail.com, and that's the number 40. So over40andfadedpodcast at gmail.com. 
girl. I'm sorry, but girl, he's doing something. Woman's intuition. I don't he's know. He's doing something. A woman's he's intuition is strong as fuck. Yeah, he's doing something. I mean, yeah. the song "Don't Be Suspicious" it's about him. Don't yeah, be don't suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. He's yeah. giving you red flags. Red. red flag. Like he's love bombing you whenever you yeah. call him out because he doesn't want to lose you. He's got yeah. his cake he's and he's eating it. Yeah, he's comfortable. He's got his whole situation. He's got his setup. Or, or, or he's gonna propose, and he's being secretive about it. That's oh, one of two extremes. You just jumped all the way left to all the way one right. One of two things. He's either doing some shit okay, or he's going to propose. Okay, I knew the first time around that I was going to get proposed to, I never felt that he was cheating. No. I mean, I never, no. You know what I'm you're saying? Right. You're right. You're like, right. You're never, right. You're right. It right. never crossed my mind. My mind knew... Oh, he's be he's he's trying to be sneaky. Yeah, whenever like in a positive way. Whenever George proposed, because I don't count the first one, when George proposed, it was like I had a suspicion, but there wasn't a confirmation. Like I had because mm-hmm. he was doing stuff. Like yeah. he was, we were at my grandparents' house. And he was taking my dad outside. Right, right. And I was like, y'all going to smoke cigars? What are you doing? Yeah. He was going to ask my dad's permission, you know, right, like right. I knew. And, and then like at Christmas, because he did it on Christmas Day. I remember. I, at Christmas Eve, we were at his family's and he took everybody outside, all the cousins, and he was showing them the ring and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I walked, I was like, wait, wait, come inside. Because, you know, here I am. I don't know anybody. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah. He's not going to propose. No. He's, he's doing not some proposing shit. because you, your, your gut wouldn't feel that way. Yeah, your, you're right. Your woman's intuition is kicking in for, so if for he's, a reason. Okay, so I can kind of relate to this a little bit because I did date someone that was a police officer who worked till 10. And, yeah, there was some suspicious activities happening. Mm-hmm. Yes, confirmed. Anytime, confirmed. <laughs> confirmed suspicious activities. Anytime there was a late night that was going out. Excuse me. Anytime there was a late night that was going out. Um, if there was text messages covered up, which I discovered later, mm-hmm. there was messages happening. Um, so yeah, I would be, Lindy turns into an FBI I do. Agent, I am the so best you know. FBI, sneaky Lindy ass bitch. Lindy and Leslie are the queen of yeah. FBI research. I am the FBI sneaky ass bitch. I can find some shit out. And I never, I never. Yeah, I can find stuff out and I know ways to find it out. Yeah. And I never take that. That's too much energy for me. Like a quick story here. You know the story. I'll share this one with this girl. So let me tell you, his phone is locked. Let me think. How could you, you would have to like nonchalantly be doing something and kind of side, side eye and see what the code is. Okay. This, yeah. is, this is my FBI tip, tip for you. Mm-hmm. And then when he goes to sleep, depending on how heavy he sleeps, you slowly sneak out the bed and you slowly <laughs> go to the other side of the bed and you pull that phone out and you unlock it whenever he's asleep. So, so he doesn't do have time. It? Well, that's what I'm saying. If you, if you nonchalantly are cooking or act like you're doing something and you see him unlock his phone, you pay attention to what the code is. Oh, pay so attention. You catch him when he But there's also ways. Look up on TikTok. There's a way to get into the phone. There is another way. <laughs> With the camera. Hold on. Did you see this girl? I swear to God, I was dying. She drove two hours to where he was at, got up on like the second floor. He was like... What were you like, watching? TikTok? TikTok. See, and, you learned yeah, something learned on something TikTok. New. You just didn't but share it. I have no man to try to be suspicious about. Uh-huh. Um, and I was never that type of girl. Um, so 
she drove two hours, went to like the second, you know, picture like it was like a gym, mm-hmm. like a gym and you've got the second floor, like that where you could look over. Mm-hmm. She basically snuck into the gym, knew he was there, saw where he was standing, got behind him on the second floor, text him so she could hover over him and record his passcode, drove her a little happy ass home. <gasps> Dude. What? When I tell you that's too much effort. That's a lot. But you know what? She wanted confirmation. She just needed confirmation. She wanted confirmation. She just needed it. That's all she needed. You did, did she you find girl. anything out? I'm sure she did, but I don't oh, know. Oh, she did the, you didn't ever see part no, two? I don't know part two. I don't know part two. But that was a lot of work. I was exhausted from my watching. See, I would do some shit like that. We know you and Leslie would. I would do some shit like that. I, I, I need confirmation. Before I make an executive decision, I need confirmation <laughs> that I'm making the right decision. So. I need to know. I need now to know. Now that I look back, I recognize all the red flags. Oh, dude. Dude, so Again, many Again, if I had a time machine. Yeah. The red flag. I would write it all out flag. on paper. But I'm, and it wasn't even that I was naive through the second half. This whiskey is I would get me. The first half was naiveness. Second half was my Capricorn ass, not give a shit lazy. And yeah. not, <gasps> yeah. I remember something, but keep going. What? No, no what? I remember. I just keep going. No, what? Go. No, I rem- no. just keep going. I, I I didn't take initiative to research, and if I just took a little effort, you would have found some shit out. Yeah, but I just yeah. and I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a fear of not wanting to know because you know you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like which could have. It's be. like you don't want to admit that, that he's you wrong. Know you know. You don't want to admit that he's wrong and that you're because it makes you feel like a fool. Yeah. So it was kind of like, I'm just going to just, you know. So, okay. So my advice to to you, sister, try to figure out that passcode. If there's any way you can figure out that passcode, because that's going to make you feel confirmation. It really will. Because if he's given you his phone and he's cleared it out, there's no way you're going to know. So I would look, figure out that passcode, however yeah. the hell you need to yeah. figure it yeah. out to we make yourself feel different. better. We're clearly different. Okay. Make yourself, why? No, go ahead. No, you finish. Hey, this is why we have two different personalities. You're an Aries, which is a fire sign. Which I was going to say something. Capricorn and I'm Earth. We are two different energies. I, one of this person, the guy that does security at our building, he mm-hmm. was, we, I don't know how we got on the subject today. It was a very quick conversation but it ended up going really fast really quick mm-hmm. he was telling me that he was in therapy he was just kind of joking like oh yeah i'm in therapy for that and i was like what are you in therapy for yeah. tell, tell, tell mama me more, more. <laughs> tell me more baby. and so he was talking about his girlfriend was a narcissist <gasps> his baby mama was a narcissist and like made him think that he was crazy mm-hmm. and so he was mm-hmm. talking about this and he was like you know what i'm a fire sign and i was like when's your oh, birthday when's your birthday April 10th. I was like, the day after me. You a fire sign Aries, baby. And he was like, he was like, they made me think I was crazy. He was like, and I do all these things. I would take the shirt off my back and help them and do everything that I can to help people. I was like, you sound like me. This is me. You're my long lost brother. (laughs) We're twins. (laughs) I was like, that's interesting that someone else has the exact same, like you're doing the same shit that I do. Anyway, so, um. Figure out that passcode. Don't be fucking lazy, Capricorn. Mm -hmm. Figure out that passcode to make yourself feel better. And if you find something, you know, confront him about it. If you don't find anything, then back off. Okay, can I intervene? Wait. Don't. the, the, The quote that I've repeatedly said is if you look for something hard enough, 
you're going to find it. Yeah. Yeah. You, you will. will find it. Yeah, you will. So if you really want to know good or bad, like figure out what it is and get in there because obviously he's got something to hide in his phone. I mean, if he's hiding it. So go ahead. Come on. Give me your quiet advice. You just said, if I look hard enough, I'm going to find it. You're going to find it. Which means you're going to find something. You will. So my thing is, I ain't got time to look through your shit because I'm a grown-ass woman. You're a grown-ass man. We're independent. 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 We independent. I'm an independent woman. (laughs) Independent. (laughs) I'm an independent woman. (laughs) I'm going to tell you, look. I feel like the mature thing to do. Mature? The mature and mature. grown thing to do is be like, <laughs> my gut tells me I'm not feeling right about this situation. But that's what she said. She said when she asks him, he assures her there's nothing and basically love bombs her. Oh, yeah, she did. See? Didn't she? You don't listen to shit. This is yeah. what I'm saying. You're past that point. She's been asking and she's not getting confirmation. I just never can. I can. I don't know what it is. I'm not going to check your phone and I'm not. I just. That's it's never because, been me. It's because. Let me fix this. It's because you don't want somebody doing that to you. So you want to respect somebody's boundaries yeah, and let I them do. have that privacy Same because thing. of your mom. Yeah. And I respect my kids too. Yeah. I don't go through their shit. I, that's your That's your space. I don't respect. We've talked about that. I know we've talked about that too. Because I've gone through the boy stuff because my mom tuition Mm -hmm. hits in a whole lot harder. I've never had a, but we got to understand, my mom tuition has never kicked in hard enough to feel like I needed to jump in. So see, I will only do it if my mom gut says, you need to look at this. That may change. And every time my mom gut says, you look at this, I find something. That's that's the mama intuition. Because his mom does the same thing. But when I am in a relationship, you are a grown person, I am a grown person. Mm -hmm. So I need you to respect my privacy. That's your privacy. We have our own spaces. And if I I will question you and say, you know what? Something's telling me. My gut's telling me. I don't know what it is, but my gut's telling me. And I... I just, I just have a whole, I just don't, I don't do that sneaky shit. I don't do that. Okay. But see, that's what the problem is here. If you, you, Mm -hmm. talking to you, Mm -hmm. if you would have done some sneaky shit in your past life, you would have found some shit. I would have found multiple things. So the thing is, so, so so if there's some shit happening, the best way to ease your mind is just find out. If you find nothing, then you find nothing. You let it go and you move on. But if you find something, then you have confirmation and you can deal with it that way. Okay, so... It's better to know than to not know. Okay. Because you don't want to be 12 years in and realize that he's been dicking somebody else. I'm so fucking torn because... What if you're constantly stressing yourself out and you're thinking, you're thinking, you're always looking, you're looking, you're looking, okay? And the year goes by. I still can't find anything. You're like, go, go, like, you're, you're fucking driving yourself crazy but that's for what I'm saying. nothing. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. For nothing. Look one time, one time. Don't yeah. consistently be looking. You have to do it when he doesn't, and I hate to even say this, you have to do it when he doesn't know, when it's not an expected thing, so he doesn't have time to clean out his phone. Mm-hmm. If there's something that he's doing, figure it out because he's obviously not going to tell you. And if you get in there and there's nothing, then let it go. If you get in there and there's something, then have a conversation. Figure out how the fuck you're going to do it just like I did. I figured out when I found some shit. Yeah. Made up this big fat lie. (laughs) Yeah, you did. Super believable. Yeah, you did. (laughs) But... If there's something happening to ease your mind so that you can move on with life instead of sitting in this 
anxious stress Mm -hmm. is he cheating is he not cheating what's happening i don't know what's happening with my life because you can't be happy with somebody if you're always thinking in the back of your mind i feel like if i feel that way i'm not going to be with you okay but see maybe she just if you don't want to be with him then don't be with him i feel like if i'm but maybe she does but maybe she does because she's asking for advice i'm saying if you keep feeling that way then fucking deuces yeah. Don't waste your time trying to, oh, let me sneak it through. I'm not, you know, we're not fucking teenagers. <laughs> we're adults. So you're saying, I'm saying, him. bye. Yeah, like, I'm sorry. Like, you're not going to search through my shit. I'm not searching through your shit. We're grown-ass adults. I didn't search through my ex. I didn't search through my last, both exes. I didn't search. Okay. Granted, yes. My first one may have had quite a few little <laughs> obstacles in his <laughs> Extracurricular activities. Extracurricular. That that should be it. Extracurricular. He had, he had a few extracurricular activities, but you know what? I in that was not the that was not our our problems in our marriage. Uh, it was the narcissistic behavior yeah. he had. Yeah. Because he didn't make me feel like he was cheating. Yeah. That wasn't That's our problem. That's what they're really good at, though. Yeah, because they're charming. So our marriage didn't end because I thought he was cheating. Yeah. Our, marriage, Same. our marriage ended because of other issues. However. <laughs> if I would have searched. Yes, however, I would have realized. My second situation. Yeah. I didn't know. I just, I just, you're adults. I don't think an adult should. 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 Fuck, I've been drinking. I don't think one adult should search through another adult's phone. I don't care if you're married. I don't care if you're together. I don't, I don't care. We are individual people. It is not your place to search. That's from, that's trauma from your mama. Yeah, it is fucking trauma, trauma because I can't stand someone searching through my shit. Yeah, that's trauma it from is your trauma. Like, I can't stand it. So, which is probably why I yeah. respected, which they didn't need to be respected, yeah. but I respected both my past relationships. I don't go through your shit. Yeah. I don't want you to go through mine. I don't go through yours. If we are in an adult relationship... I should be able to communicate with you and talk to you. Mm-hmm. And you either need to make me feel. So even if you loved up on me uh, for a whole day and then you switch, you just told me you just calmed me down for a day. Right. You just gave me the confirmation that I needed that you just calmed me down for a day to shut me the fuck up. That's right. And now, you know what? Fucking deuces. I can do better. Yeah. I don't need to go through your shit. And that's my personal opinion. Okay. No adult should go through another adult's shit. Okay. I don't, you're not, nobody's, nobody's property. Oh, a hundred percent. And that's what I no, think. I agree with I that. think that's why I feel is because people and women and men think they're supposed to be able to do that. No, nobody's, nobody's property. Okay. I don't disagree with you. Okay. Yeah. I don't disagree with you at all. Cause I'm hype. However, I'm hype. <laughs> I'm ready. I was traumatized. This is trauma for my child. Shit to you. She traumatized me. She did. She did. She traumatized me. You're like, yeah. I'm not touching your shit because I don't want my shit touched. My shit. I don't touch your shit. And you got to fucking respect that shit. So I was in a a a minute relationship. I call it a minute. Yeah. Where I was with somebody, um, and I told them 
you know, my number one thing, don't go through my phone. Just don't go, respect my space and my stuff. Just don't go through my phone. And they went through my phone and that was the end of it because they went through my phone. They found some stuff, but they still went through my phone. But I set the guidelines (laughs) at the beginning of the relationship. (laughs) I warned you, bitch. You fucked up now. That's that narcissistic. Hey, I told you, you fucked up. This is your fault. This is your fault that you caught me cheating. I told you not to go through my shit. I may have warned you. Don't <laughs> oh my God, we're so traumatized. I may have warned you not to go through my phone, and you did. You may have uh, found some That's things. your fault that you fucking saw me sucking dick. That's your fault. I told you. I told you not to go in there and look at my pictures of me sucking dick. That was just a fake. That that. was a fake scenario. That's not real, guys. That's not real. I don't suck dick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Yeah, like there was no. It was just that was one of those things. Like, well, you just made this easy for me. We're done. You went through my phone. That's it. We're done. Oh my god! For real. For real. (laughs) It was like a minute. Like it was literally like a minute. Like a brief minute relationship. It was super fast. He fucked up that. He fucked up that. Like the first night that you went, you got up to go piss. Date one, you went to go piss. He got in your phone and he fall, he fell, he You're fell. You're done. And you fucked up. Cut. Done, done. I was going to give you pussy tonight, but you fucked up. You touched my phone. <laughs> you touched you went through my phone. phone. We're done. Oh my God. Yeah, was, that's funny that you say that. So what I was going to say, <laughs> you're making me cry. That's just funny. Um, I agree with what you're saying, but your decision to make... To say that is trauma from your mama. Okay, so people probably don't realize People that trauma. haven't listened to the podcast, if you haven't listened to the podcast, Jamie's mom was a helicopter mom. Like, if you looked up the definition of helicopter mom, yeah, was my her mama. mom's face is next to there. Hey, hey, I'm a helicopter mom. Yeah. If you don't even know what helicopter mom means, that means you're fucking smothered yeah. and you can't breathe because your mom is literally standing over your shoulder. So all you that You can't take did, a shit without your mom in the bathroom. No, literally knew the day I started my period, how many shits did you take? Like, I could not breathe. No, no hey, this does not mean my mom was not the sweet, most loving mother. Your mom mother, is sweet. The sweetest thing ever. She gonna feed you, mm-hmm. but she just smothered you. She does And smother. because of that, I think I was very traumatized. Yeah. I, in, in my childhood, became very sneaky. I knew how to get away with, I could probably get a, away with murder because I learned the best ways to be sneaky. I, I it's, it's hard to explain. Yeah, like, no, it's I just, get it. I it's get it. just unbelievable. You were, you were, you wanted, you wanted out. You felt like you were under a blanket and you wanted out to breathe. Yeah. And so the minute I graduated high school, I basically packed up and I moved out. I literally moved out. I'm talking days after high yeah. school. Yeah. I'm still laughing about the minute relationship and what you said. <laughs> Which part? <laughs> Good. Good. And done. So but anyway, so because of my my childhood trauma, yes. Yeah. So you're just like, don't touch my shit. I have I have a huge respect for everybody's space. Yeah. So I and that includes my children. I respect people's space, but if you're fucking up, you lose the space. That's, no, you did not. They did not just give you permission. 
But look, if who you're, calls the shots? If you're, that's what do you the, mean? That's the fucking fire in you. It is. It is. If that if, does not just because you think they fucked up does not give you permission to cross the line. Listen, listen, Linda. Linda. <laughs> listen, Linda. Tell me. In my previous one of my relationships that I had, where I caught the fucker cheating. Yeah. If I wouldn't have gone in the phone to see the shit where he was cheating, uh-huh. I would probably have stayed. So you already felt like he was cheating, though. This is the no. Hold on. She's fucking Hold on. feeling like she's okay. cheating. Okay. I just went ten octaves higher. Com- hey, I'm confirming this. Now I want you to answer. This. I felt like he was cheating. Yes, okay. because he was being suspicious. Okay, so you already felt like so your your woman's intuition Said already told something's you something's up. Okay. So did you even need to go on the phone? Because your woman's intuition is a strong motherfucker. Yes, I did. Because I, because me, me, personally mm-hmm. me, I want a confirmation. Before I make a decision, I do, and this is any decision that I make in my whole life with anything. Mm-hmm. Plastic surgery, whatever. Been researching for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Any decision. When I got divorced, it was two years. If I'm going to make a big decision whether it's good or bad in life, I make sure I have all my ducks in a row. Mm-hmm. You know that phrase. I know. I know All that the phrase. ducks in a row. Get those ducks I need in a row. all the information in front of me. I need every single thing so that I can make an informed, educated decision. If I am suspicious of something, but I don't confirm it and I leave, I'm going to be second guessing myself forever. Did I, should I really have left? Was he really doing something? Was this really the right decision? I'm, I'm regretting this because I don't know. He could have not been doing, and I would have been questioning forever. So it's just, I needed pen to ink, piece of paper, signature saying, yeah, I was doing this. And then I'm like, okay, I'm done. If it was somebody I loved, and this would be my confirmation. And this is, that's just me. Okay. So this would be my confirmation, knowing I don't go through people's shit. Mm-hmm. Like it's the privacy. We got that. We okay. all, we all of us here that. in Podcastville got that. Okay. I'm gonna <laughs> mama trauma. Mama trauma. I got mama trauma right here. <laughs> mama trauma. If I were in a relationship and I felt like someone was cheating on me, mm-hmm. like, look, just let me see your phone. This right here, this, this is where we're at. Yeah. But that's what she did. Hand me your phone. Let me look through it immediately. No, he fucking took a little time out and cleared out some shit. Yeah. I remember okay, that Okay, so part. see, but that's the problem. Right. Is that he's not giving it to her immediately when that, she's asking. That's my, no, that's where I'm going. Yeah. If you can't immediately hand me your phone, because mm-hmm. if you know I don't ever ask for that, you love the shit out of me, I love the shit out of you. And yeah. I say, you know what? I just feel this way. I love you, but I don't know. My gut's just telling me. Can you please just let me hand the phone? So I can feel better. Will you, can you do that for me to make me feel better? Yeah. And if you can't fucking hand that phone to me, because I know I'm, when I'm in, I'm all in. Right. And if you were to ask me the same thing. Give me your phone. Right. And I would be like, you know what? Give me your phone. This is not, I would, (laughs) then this is how I would say it. I'd be like, look, I don't do this shit. Like, this is not something I do. Like, it makes me feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Because I got mama trauma. Because I have mama trauma. But if this is going to make you feel better, you know what? Fucking here you go. Yeah. I I would hand you my phone. If it's somebody I fucking love to the core. Yeah. And I know you feel like some, for whatever reason you feel that way. Mm-hmm. I would hand you my phone. And that's with mama trauma. Yeah. So I know if I did that to a person, because knowing how I am traumatized. So if I did that to a person, I said, you know what? I just feel this way. 
if you can you please just hand me your phone it'll make me feel better and if you fucking can't do it Mm -hmm. done yeah that's already telling me okay so whatever if you you. did that and you walked away and turns out nothing happened you would feel and be like you know what hey i'm sorry i just must be hormonal right now yeah but then you would but then you would go back and then what if they were still doing something i didn't see it i didn't find it i didn't see it that's why you check it if he's no. not going to give it to you, he, you no, I'm saying it. he gave it to me and I didn't see anything. Like immediately gave it to you. He immediately, if he immediately gave it to me, I don't see anything in the text messages. Okay, I well don't then see you move on. You fucking move on. And you but drop if he it. doesn't give it to you, then what? You know what? Okay, I have a problem. because. But that's it, what I'm saying. If he would, doesn't give it to you. If he doesn't you, give it to me, I'll be like, not only did my woman's intuition told me something's, ain't right, something's not right in this situation, mm-hmm. now you're not giving me the phone. You know what? I need to take some time. We need to yeah. we need to go our separate ways because something's really telling me something's mm-hmm. not right. But what if you go separate ways and nothing's really happening? Then he should hand me his phone. But what if he's like you? Don't look through my shit. No, I just admitted. I don't care how traumatized I've been in my past. If I love that person to the core and that's how they felt and that's what they needed for confirmation to show them that I know that I love you, I would have handed you my phone. Okay. I would have handed you my phone. Okay. Yes, okay. that's the difference. So okay. we're going to end on that. Yes. Or we're going to go I back ask. and forth on this I for like ask. an hour. No, we really will. We really will. <laughs> we will go back and forth because I will not back down okay. on my mama trauma. Don't. We got some new shit. We're going to move on from mama trauma to we, we got a book. We are clearly so different. We are. We're, we're the really. same, but different. Because I'm earth. You're fire. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> fucking, fucking fire. <laughs> fucking <laughs> fire. We're move on. I'm like Jeez. calm. Cheers. Lies. You're not calm. You're not calm at all. Hey, bitches, we're back. (laughs) I got heartburn because I had fucking spaghetti. I had two little fucking sugar cookies and I don't eat snacks. They were good sugar cookies. That's though. fucking delicious. It's those I should never Christmas, even have. Those Christmas cookies. They make them for all the holidays. They were delicious. They're so good. They're That's like why I don't ever be eat one because I'm be, like, oh, I don't ever be eating one. I don't be eating one. <laughs> yeah, my kids That's have delicious. loved those. Well, my youngest daughter, my oldest one, she's not so much, but my youngest one, I've made those every holiday. They have them for Christmas. They have them for Easter. They have them for Valentine's Day. To have for St. Patrick's Day, like they put like a, sa- a shamrock on it or a heart or whatever. It's so good. Yeah, they're they're just like straight sugar cookies. Oh they're so God. good. They're like wanna, three bucks. I will hate my. Let me tell you, I'm gonna wake up with swollen lips in the morning. I'm gonna <laughs> tell for you me right, right now. For, yeah, sugar, 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 a sugar cookie. My lips are gonna be swollen in the morning. Sugar cookie. My okay. body gonna be like no like it. <laughs> me no like it. Me no like it. Okay, so this game, it's the skin deep game. But this is the, oh, we're not going to do the amusing edition first. We're going to do the serious questions. Oh, the Jesus. friends edition. Are we sure? Because we've had some mean friends editions. What? Just mean shit. No, this remember? is not mean. This okay. Is, these aren't mean. Because we've had some. That's the, that's the uh, truth or drink. That one, oh, that one we played in further We had some mean shit. Oh, okay. Here we go. Serious mm-hmm. question. You ready? Can we not go to traumatized past? No, this is not about past. This is a okay. friend edition. Okay. Um, what do you think is the hardest thing for me regarding our friendship? <laughs> not fucking talking shit. Me? 
Yeah. You don't know. And this is the conversation I was going to have with you. What? Dude, seriously. Tell me. Seriously. No, because I, 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 oof. Tell me. No. Now is the time. We can't talk about it on there. When? Oh, you know what? I like this other question better. I'm going to skip. I'm going to save this one for next time. Oh, God. There's another good question. Oh. Shit. All right. I don't feel like I embarrass you. Do I embarrass you? When you do your mama dance. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. Lindy. It's not a mama dance. It's my my drinking dance. Lindy has this. I can't even. (laughs) It's fucking cedar fever. (laughs) Lindy has this one move. And she'll do it. I mean, she could take one sip of alcohol. And she'll warn you. This is the fucking dance. This is going to happen. And you do it. And then you do it, and then you don't stop doing it all night. She but everybody a, thinks it's so funny. No, we, me and George, look at each other like, "Oh Lord, it's, it's the mama know. dance. It's the you, mama dance." It's because you know. Okay, so let me give you a real question. That's funny. What do you do that embarrasses me? Let me Yo think. Oh God. Let me think. I'm sure I do a few things. <sighs> when you drink and you get really loud, like you're, you yeah. just get loud. Yeah. Like loud, point pe- pointing people's face loud. Do and I? laugh. Like you have this <laughs> loud. Do I? Like it's just loud. But that's, but it's not really embarrassing. It's more funny to me. I'm just like, she's drunk. I'm drunk. And she's, <laughs> she's wasted. drunk. She's laughing Who's, loud and pointing at you. Who she's did drunk. I point at? Lots of people. Oh. Lots of people. But it's not really embarrassing. I don't get, I don't get embarrassed easy. So like and it I takes do. a lot for me yeah. to be embarrassed. Like, I, can, I don't yeah. care. Okay, That's so I'm going to ask you this, and then we'll shit. move on to the next one. What's something I really need to hear? Me. Mwah. That you're you're beautiful just the way you are? Except I need a tummy tuck. Okay. See? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you are beautiful just the way you are. What's something you need to hear? Do you really want me to tell oh, you? Oh, no. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> Why don't you tell me shit? You <laughs> sound like you were smoking weed. <laughs> I feel like I just took a puff. What's Shit. something you really need to hear? Mm, nothing. Yes. <laughs> no. Value yourself. I'm fucking amazing. That's the best thing I can tell you that you need to hear is value yourself. I value myself. And your time. My time. I, I work my time. We're just right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's the coolest thing you've ever done for someone else? Oh. The coolest thing. Shit, I don't know. I hate you don't these know. questions where my brain has to think because I'll think about it tomorrow, 24 hours later. <sighs> the coolest thing you've ever done for somebody? You don't know? I don't know. Tell me yours and maybe it'll trigger something for me. <sighs> the coolest thing I've done for somebody else. I have to think. I've done a lot of cool things for other people. Because I'm that, that's my love that's language. That's your love language. It's not mine. My love language is physical touch and like, I don't know how do you, it's, it's not like gifts, but it's just like doing things for people. Like that yeah. makes me happy to see people, like do things for people and see their and reaction. Those are neither one of my love languages. Yeah, those are my, that's Me my... and Lindy in every possible way are opposite. Totally. Our, our, um, she's a fire, I'm a earth. She's like a people pleaser. I, I am guess. a people yeah. pleaser. And I'm not. Yeah. Um, I'm totally a people pleaser. Yeah. We're everything about us is absolutely completely opposite. Gosh, I'm trying to think of the coolest thing that I've done for somebody. Uh, I can't think. 
I don't know. I know I can't put on the spot. I know I've done. I know I have. Like it's not. That's not my natural tendency. But it, like it would have been something like I. I know I've done stuff. I have helped someone. Okay, just something off the top of my head. I've helped someone get into a, uh, into school. Like I've helped someone get into school and and find a passion that they love. Like I feel like that's oh. one of my coolest things that I've done. Is that it? I I sat down and had a conversation with someone, and they were just like doing a mundane job that they've been doing for years. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, let me ask you a question. And I asked this question many times. If you could pick a dream job of anything that you could possibly do ever in your life, what would it be? And they told me I was like, do that. Like, why are you sitting here doing this? Mm-hmm. Do that. And it was somebody that worked for me. I was yeah. Like, why are you doing this? Yeah. Because this is easy. I'm like, but is this really what you want to retire doing this? No. But you would re- rather retire doing that than go do that. Mm-hmm. And they stopped working for me. Yeah. But I was like, and and I actually talked to her probably like a couple months ago. And she was like, I'm about to graduate, you know, from school doing this thing um, that I had talked about doing. And I was like, there you go. I was like, I mm-hmm. hope you're, I mean, that's great. I'm happy for you. I'm super yeah. happy for you. Like encouraging someone to follow their passion and do what they love because it's so important to do what you love. Because mm-hmm. if you do what you love, you don't feel like it's work. I've been telling my kids that since they were little. Every yeah. time I say... I tell my daughter all the time because she's the oldest yeah. in that process. Like, like do no, what you love. You have to figure out what you love and do it. Yeah. Don't think about money. Think about what you what love because money will come. job is going right. to bring you... Because money will come. You money just do will what come you love. if you're happy. You That's right. You can't think about money as the thing. That's right. I've told my kids that since they were little. And every time I say, well, what do I always tell you? Do what you love. That's what they say. Well, because if you do what you yeah. love, it doesn't feel like work. I know for the girls that you that I work with, I mm-hmm. know the ones that I can tell like there there's something about them. I will push for them to grow within the company. Yeah, like I will find. I don't care what anybody says. I will find a way to like yeah, like do what push you, them so and important. get them growing. Find in the something company. That you love to do and do it because like that they... makes me happy to yeah. see them succeed. Because if you love what you're doing, you thrive. Yeah, you try to do it more. Yeah. Totally. For sure. Like, if I could make art every day, pff, that would be amazing. Okay. Ooh, last question here, and then we're going to move on to our new book. What do you think is our most informative way <laughs> of oh, communicating and why? <laughs> um, through laughs. Through our talking most shit. Talking our most shit. informative way <laughs> is talking shit. Because we talk shit. We do. We will call each other stupid fucks. And you literally just told me probably less than five minutes ago. <laughs> and held your hand while I'm I'm going to doing... hold your hand because I love you. But I can't wait for you to fuck up so I can say I told you I so. I told you so. You basically <laughs> told me I love you. And you know I'm going to fuck up <laughs> no matter how much I want to argue with you. And you can't wait to tell me. You told me so. And I looked at you and just was like, okay, whatever, whatever, I love you too. That's the fucking problem we have. That's true. That's true. It's really what it was. We looked at each other like, fuck you, bitch. And you were like, fuck you, bitch. And we held the hands. I still love you anyway. I I said, we held the hands. We held our hands. And we said, Okay, I love you. <laughs> so five years from now, we're going like, to be I like, I told you, bitch. One of us is going to be like, I told you, bitch. And I can't wait to see who it is. It's going to be just, me. Hold on. We're going to hold each other's hands right now. It's going to be me. Okay, five years from now. I'm going to scratch on. my butt and touch my feet with that hand. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> not really. I hate you. Not really. Not really. And this is what friendship is about. You talk <laughs> shit and you just keep fucking going. Yeah, no, I, I do. Like, I feel like I'm going to be the one that's going to be like, I told you. Yeah, yeah. And I I'm going to be like, you, you may Because right. I like to be right. I know. And then I'll be like, you may be right, bitch. <laughs> that's exactly but, what's going to happen. Yeah. You may have you been may right. You may have been right. <laughs> I feel like that's a conversation we've already had one time before. We may have had this conversation <laughs> before. Okay. So... That's very good. That's a very good mm-hmm. analogy mm-hmm. of our conversation. Mm-hmm. That's pretty That's much how it went down. So I bought this book because we don't have the shame of life anymore. But last week, or last, not last week, two weeks ago, we were talking on the podcast about some interesting history finds and about the men who pinned the pubic hair to their hat. Oh, yes. yes. Fucking ridiculous So it shit. came out of this book. Fucking history. Fucking history book. 111 lessons. You should have learned in school. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think we should have learned about pubic hair in school. <laughs> Other kids, what's pubic hair? What does that mean? How did they put it on there? So I'm just going to read. Let's see. Let me find. I'm surprised you didn't have pinpointed. I have not looked at this book at all. Oh, wow. I have not. So I don't know. Oh, it's just like rando things. Okay, so it's like a small little paragraph. I'm going to read it. Okay, this one's called, Till death do you part or not? And then we will discuss. You are a fucking catch. (laughs) And anyone you date should fucking act like it. I agree. (laughs) Well, okay. I fucking agree. (laughs) I'm a win-win. Don't waste your time with someone who only wants to hang out at home doesn't invite you out with their friends and is an all-around keep you to themselves kind of asshole i love this book already but seriously (laughs) find someone who is proud to be with you and who wants to show you off like king pedro aka peter number one peter one of portugal did with his second wife inez de castro here is his story oh jesus after the death of his first wife in 1345 quote unquote, an arranged marriage, Pedro married Inez against her father's his father's wishes, causing an absolute shitstorm in the royal kingdom. Why? Well, Inez was not only of royal blood, thus their union offered no political advantages. So in 1355, Pedro's father, King Alfonso IV, hired three men to kidnap Inez and, well, cut off her fucking head. Literally reading this out of the book. And you thought your dad overreacted when you brought your first boyfriend home in high school. My dad was not about to cut somebody's head off. Holy shit. Upon learning about this, Pedro swore revenge, but was just a little prince without much power. Fortunately for him, he didn't have to wait too long to inherit the power necessary to enact his plan. In 1357, dad died and Pedro became the new king. And what was King Pedro's first order of business? Simple. He was going to make good on his vengeful promise. He tracked down the three men who'd killed Inez. They oh, actually wait, killed it actually her. Happened? Cut her head off. I thought this was just a thought process. No, Dad hired guys to cut this chick's so head off. So it really happened, though. Clearly. Holy shit. He tracked down the three men who killed his Inez and had their hearts ripped oh. out while they were still alive. Because, as he claimed, they had done the same to him when they killed Inez. Pretty emo move if you ask me, but I can respect it. Holy shit, I would have done the same. Yeah. Then, Pedro had Inez's body exhumed, dressed in royal cloth, and seated next to him on a throne as the rightful queen. 
Yeah, that's how proud Pedro was of her dead. Okay, I wouldn't have gone that far. Of her dead without makeup and with no fucking eyebrows. Oh my God. What the fuck? But probably with some kick-ass skeleton contouring, Pedro still wanted to show her off. So much so that he forced the entire kingdom to form a, form a line, bow, and kiss her dead, bony-ass hands. What? Oh, my God. Now, that's a dude who was proud of his relationship and truly didn't give a fuck about what others had to say about it. It's worth noting that Pedro went on to become a complete psychopath of a king, known for his affinity for torture, brutality, and living heart removal. But let's not focus on that. Let's focus on how proud he was to be married to Inez and how little he cared about the opinions of others. What a twisted um, ass so fucking crazy story. women, we have set our standards low. Clearly. Yeah. I'm going to save this This page. motherfucker pulls you out the motherfucking grave and has people kiss your feet. What? You kiss my bony ass the hands. fuck? Wow, what a great start to that book. But you know what? I mean, that's true. If he doesn't want to take you in public, yeah, he doesn't want to show you off, that's a red flag. Or no, he did. Friends. No, I'm saying they're telling you if your man doesn't live up to this standard. Oh, yeah. Where he, if your man this is doesn't not the man for you. want to take you in public, show you off. Yeah, this is not the man for you. Then he's not the he, one. This chick is dead. And he... And he's like, I'm going to dig her dead ass up, (laughs) funk and all, and we're going to put her bony little skeleton up on the throne. You're going to kiss her bony ass hands and tell her how hot she is. What the fuck? With no head. Oh, my God. (laughs) Apparently, I need to reevaluate my life. (laughs) I think you do. the man I choose. Love goggles have a whole new meaning. Oh my god. Holy crap. All right, I'm we're going to move gonna on to the end. Go get your to my toy. <laughs> get your toy. Because he doesn't talk back. Yeah. <laughs> Tears. Tears. All right, guys, that wraps up episode number whatever. Whatever it is. I don't know what it is. We don't even fucking know at this point. We've had. I've had Get closer wine. to your microphone. I've had wine. I got loud. Really you got quick. prosecco and apple cider vinegar. Prosecco. <laughs> prosecco. And apple I cider. Prosecco. Not vinegar. I know. It's just apple cider. <laughs> and then I had an apple cider whiskey, lime juice, whatever. Oh apple cider mama. Cider mama. Shit. It was good. Um, I feel good. <laughs> I think the next time we record is Christmas. Literally. That's how fast it's coming. That week? I think it's the Christmas. Thursday before Christmas. I think it's... No. It airs. Christmas. No, Christmas is on Saturday. Listen to me, Linda. Linda. It airs right before Christmas. Oh, so the Friday. Christmas Eve. It'll be... Yes. So it airs on Christmas Eve. Yes. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. So we're recording Thursday. Do your shopping. Okay. People don't care about our schedule. I don't shop. Do your shopping. Get your shit together. I'm horrible. <laughs> you got it. We have 15 working days left till Christmas as of today that we're recording. 15 working days. Yeah, as of this Friday that this airs, I don't know. It's probably like five. I don't even know. I don't know. Anyway, stay safe. Stay healthy. Wash, wash your hands. hands. You always say wash your face. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wash your face. <laughs> wash all wash of it. Wash your hands. Wash your ass.
Arsh. Oh, wash your arsh. arsh. Oh, do you know that Dolores says wash? <gasps> because we're the same she person. She says wash. She's my grandmother. <laughs> She's wash. She's my she likes to wash some stuff. Thank you. We're from the same state. I heard that. She She's said, from the north. I was like, she said wash. You're like, that's my friend. Jane says friend. that. My friend Jane says wash too. <laughs> oh my God. All right. We'll see you guys in two weeks. God bless and good night. God bless and good night. Cheers.